Hey, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. And let's talk about the qualities of psychic information. It's a show I've been trying to do for some time and struggling with the word choice on how to describe this. But I, I think I'm ready. <laughs> I think I'm ready. This is a prologue to a series I'm going to do on spirit animals and particularly some spirit animals that I've encountered since I moved to Los Angeles. And so before I started to share about the wisdom of spirit animals, which I think is absolutely fascinating, I wanted to give you some context for psychic information and the qualities of psychic information. So in case you're new to my program, I'm an intuitive, a master intuitive. I've been psychic my entire life. I've been a professional psychic for the last 13 years, and I use my psychic abilities to coach. I help you achieve and receive the desires of your heart. So if you're sensing it's time to hire a coach and you love psychic information, then I would love to help you move to your next level please consider my services at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. And while you're on my website, sign up for my newsletter. I will send you an intuitive message every week. Okay. One of the reasons I do not directly speak about the psychic realm on the show outside of, you know, I'm always channeling information as I do this work, but why I don't speak about the mechanics of receiving psychic information is because that subject is very nuanced and I hold a very specific point of view that I've developed after years of study and er experimentation and experience with a wide variety of energies in the psychic realm. However, I'm feeling called that I need to give you a bit of a preface before we start talking about spirit animals. And the reason why is because spirit animals, if you start to study the symbolism of spirit animals, the interpretations can be high vibrational and it can be low vibrational based on the spiritual tradition. And this idea of high vibrational psychic information and low vibrational psychic information, that is my interpretation. So I'll distinguish what I define as high vibrational psychic information is guidance and wisdom that will support you in being your best self. And it will also at the same time support the greater good. Low vibrational psychic information is most serving the source, meaning whatever entity or energy that's coming forward to provide you with that piece of wisdom, it's serving them more than it's serving you. Now, in saying that, high vibrational psychic information is always good, if you will. Well, I'll put good in quotes, but it's always for your good and your benefit. And low vibrational psychic information, it might be good, it might be neutral, and it might be bad, and it might be really bad. So it's a mixed bag when it comes to low vibrational psychic information. High vibrational psychic guidance is not a form, I want to be clear, it's not a form of toxic positivity and it's not a form of spiritual bypassing. 
truly high vibrational psychic information will always consider the shadow, meaning the dark. And often we have to walk through the dark to get to the light. And it will always consider your free will. And it will always consider that you have our journey as being human beings on this planet. We have a choice to choose the light or the dark. That's high vibrational psychic information. Low vibrational psychic information is not thinking about your well-being specifically. And it's definitely not thinking about your your vibration as it relates to the greater good. And I want to say this again. It doesn't mean always low vibrational psychic information is bad or wrong or evil. It can be all of those things. I want to be very clear about that. But you, the reason why I want to make this distinction is that anytime you're receiving low vibrational psychic information, while it can be incredibly accurate, it always runs the risk of being damaging or causing some form of disturbance within your personal energy field. Whereas low vibration, high vibration, excuse me, high vibrational psychic information won't ever be damaging. And while it might be uncomfortable to look at a wound or a struggle or a pattern of behavior that's not serving you well, the goal is of high vibrational psychic information is to move you into the light, meaning you get to transcend that struggle, you get to heal that wound, you get to overcome whatever darkness is going on within you. Now with low vibrational psychic information, again, I told you it's about the source, whatever entity energy um, is floating that into your awareness, it's thinking about itself. And whatever it wants to come up with in that. So you could you could receive a low, piece of low vibrational psychic information and win the lottery. And whatever that source wants played out in that process, that's the whole purpose of it. Whereas you can receive high vibrational psychic information and win the lottery. And that journey to you winning the lottery is for your greater good, and it is for the greater good of the planet. Some aspect of that is raising the frequency of humanity. Now, with low vibrational psychic information, it could help you, and it could also make your life a living hell. And it is it can be very uncomfortable information to receive, meaning I, I was I was talking to a client recently and she was like, I walked into a store and all of a sudden I just felt this wave of energy and it would just it made me feel like so very uncomfortable. She had some, you know, all sorts of disturbances within her energy field that that manifested in a physical, very real, very unhealthy way for her. That is typically low vibrational psychic information. Uh, I I would put, what would I put in this category? Uh, yeah, a sip of coffee. I would put mediumship in that category. I 
I think mediumship can be very high vibrational. And then I also know that people who've crossed over, who want to just get a signal to the human world, may not care about your well-being, and they just want to get a signal through. And that's where it becomes low vibrational information. High vibrational information, it's always going to offer it at a time when it feels you are most receptive to it, when you can be uh, open to it. Now, with that being said, high vibrational information that you may be getting it and can't see it uh, because of whatever you're going through, but it will keep trying to reach you and keep trying to reach you and keep trying to reach you. Low vibrational information may be continuing to try to reach you psychically, but it doesn't care that in that process, it's really destructive and, um, you know, makes you feel like you don't know which side is up and which side is down, right? So how do you know if a message is high vibrational or low vibrational? Well, this is where I think it can get really fun and really empowering. And what I love about being a psychic is that you get to choose your level of awareness. When you come into your gifts and maybe you start playing with the psychic realm, not even really sure what what's going on or how to do it, or maybe you receive some insight and you've been open to it, you may not know that you can set boundaries on the type of information you receive. So you get to define your relationship with the spirit world, both the high vibrational spirit world and the low vibrational spirit world. And you get to determine what you're available for and what you're not. And this, this aspect of the psychic experience, I could do a whole podcast series on, but essentially you get to define it. So when I approach spirit animals, I know I'm only receptive to high vibrational psychic information, both in my personal life, using my intuition on a day-to-day basis, which is how I've navigated life up until this point, and in my professional life as a psychic. Now, I, I will add one caveat to my professional life as a psychic. I may be able to observe low vibrational information, but it's, it's almost spirit showed it flash. The symbol is the way to describe it. So I can observe it, meaning it's almost like a plexiglass is up and I can see it playing out whenever I am reading or interpreting information or energy, but I don't engage it. Whereas with high vibrational information, I will engage it. I will, um, I, I will be all up in it because it's safe and it feels good to me. Now, there are lots of psychics on this planet who use low vibrational psychic information and they don't care. You know, maybe it doesn't affect them. I, I'm a feeling psychic first and foremost. One of my, all of my psychic gifts are, are, extremely well-developed, but my first and primary gift is that I can physically uh, and emotionally feel energy. And so as a result of that ability, also known as clairsentient, I have no desire to feel low vibrational psychic energy because it's not thinking about my boundaries. It's not thinking about how bad it's going to make me feel. 
Whereas high vibrational information really does consider how the information will be received by you. While it knows it has no control over how it ultimately plays out within your being, it is trying to give it to you in a way in which you can be most receptive. So, um, so I can read for a client. I just, I had a day, a busy day on Monday where I read back to back to back for people. And so I had a client who was more receptive to specifics. They were reaching a point where they were nearing their fed up, which some people say is rock bottom. uh, And which is essentially a turning point where you're like, I am ready. I am ready for something else. And so they were more receptive to specifics. Then I read for someone later in the day where they weren't ready to fully see their power in all of this, but they were starting to get a sense that there was better. And so I that reading and that receiving of information was much more symbolic. And I kept, you know, me personally, Amy Yancey, kept reaching to kind of get some specifics. You know, the psychic room, I kept tuning in to get some specific. And my spirit guides kept giving back symbolism because ultimately this person couldn't be receptive to any more than that. And at that moment in their journey, now they can take that symbolism, use it, and then that lead to them being more receptive to specific guidance. But for where they were at that moment, specifics would have overwhelmed them, maybe made them question themselves deeply, caused them too much discomfort. And so they weren't ready. And so um, that is for me the benefit of working in the high vibrational realm is that it's always thinking about our well-being. Whereas low vibrational psychic information is not. And so um yeah, that's the best way. It's not thinking about the well-being. Uh and I, I don't even know how if I were if I were probably a low vibrational reading psychic. Again, I'm not saying that all that information is bad. It can usually be pretty neutral. Sometimes my circuits are clear that it can be very wicked, and it may not be the intention of the reader. They're just bringing the information through. And so um, she could have gotten a reading, this client of mine, from another psychic who gave her a lot of specifics that were assaulting to her senses or... um, her, her it, it challenged her intellect too far to where she could even take that information and it be valuable. We probably all had psychic readings like that. I've had many in my life where I left and I was just like, what the fuck? Now, you can leave a high vibrational psychic reading <laughs> and feel like, what the fuck? Because it's time to heal. It's time to look at some hard stuff. It's time to do the real work. And, um, there's no other place where spirit can even go in in giving you guidance and support. You got to walk through the darkness. So that that can be that can be overwhelming too. And that's a lot of the reasons why I became an intuitive coach because I didn't just want to interpret that journey for someone and say, okay, here's what I'm seeing. Uh, you got to walk through the darkness. You know, paraphrasing there. You know, it's far more nuanced when you're talking to someone. What that might be 
to get to the light, you got to walk through the dark to get to the light. I wanted to say like, Hey, here's what I'm saying that you might have to walk through the dark to get to the light. Or oftentimes I want to give people, you know, depending on the client, I may not, I'm always reading and always tuning in, but I may not necessarily pull out a tool, a psychic tool until the end of the session, because I'm recognizing they need to burn some energy, meaning there's so much floating around in them that they just need to kind of dump some, some stuff out so that they can be receptive to whatever message is coming forward. Again, this is just my interpretation. This is all extra to this. Essentially, this show is just to let you know there's high vibrational psychic information and then there's low vibrational psychic information. High vibrational psychic information is always thinking about your greater good and the greater good of the planet. Again, I could have a whole conversation on that, multiple shows. And then there is low vibrational psychic information, which can be neutral. It can be sometimes beneficial. It can be bad. It can be wicked and it can be damaging. And when you engage that low vibrational psychic information, you kind of, you kind of, my spirit guides are saying, you can kind of turn the dial to say how receptive you are to it. Um, And like you could maybe turn the dial and say, hey, I'm willing to dip into the low vibrational stuff if it's neutral. Yeah, you can. But once you open that door, uh, you never know what's going to come rushing in. Whereas if you stay on the light side, you know anything that rushes in it ultimately loves and cares about your humanity and your spiritual journey. It may not be as loving and supportive as maybe your spirit guides would be. I put the muse in this category. The muse will always present us with beautiful, amazing, glorious ideas, but the muse wants us to use it and put it, make an impact in the world. And if we don't, she'll bounce the idea to somebody else. Whereas your spirit guides, if there's an idea coming forward that's specifically for you, that's an answer to your prayers, they're going to continue to nurture that with you and and keep bringing it to you and bringing it to the forefront of your mind. Whereas um, low vibrational psychic information uh, they may continue to blast it to you, but it's, again, more concerned about whatever the intention is of the source. I hope this is helpful. Um, again, I'm only a high vibrational psychic. Uh, though, if you do have a conversation with me, we will talk about the shadow and we will we'll talk about the dark because that's a part of the journey. I am not one for toxic pos- positivity. No, I think that is far more damaging than than anything. Um, forcing yourself to be positive out of fear that if you're not positive, something bad's going to happen. That's toxic positivity. Uh, yeah, that's fucking bullshit and not the way this all was designed. The light is so much brighter and so much more glorious when you are willing to do your part, which may require that you heal and you transcend a human limitation, which may feel pretty dark. And I am most interested in in those conversations because those are the hardest to navigate on our own. And so I always want it to be there to support somebody as they go through that. Yeah, that's my whole purpose. 
All right. So that's my show. This was, again, a prologue to a, a series I'm going to do on spirit animals. You can keep this all in mind if you decide to listen to that series. You know, you have free will in all of this. And you do really get to choose your adventure when you enter into the psychic realm. So with spirit animals, you get to choose not necessarily what the information is. No, the symbolism is the symbolism and the message is the message. But you get to choose if you're going to go high vibe on that or if you're going to go low vibe on that. And again, this this definition, this terminology I'm using to define all of this, this is my terminology. You could pick up a book on psychic development and they give you some other words. But I I like using high quality, high vibrational um, wisdom that's from this the spirit realm that is truly um, serving the greater good, the light. Um, and then, you know, there's always the other side of it all. So start, if you are thinking that you are psychic and coming into your abilities, start putting some boundaries up and play with them. You know, uh, you may say, okay, I heard Amy show and I'm thinking, I kind of do want to explore what this low vibrational psychic realm looks like. And uh, I don't want to feel crazy. So um, even though you still might, <laughs> well, I'm going to say that to you, you might turn the dial to neutral and you might still might get a mixed bag. And, and I'm sorry about that, though, you do have some command. So if something does seep in that feels really uncomfortable, you can say stop and no, and, and it must go away, right? But yeah, choose your own adventure. Start playing with boundaries. I, I always say that the high vibrational side is more glorious, but I also recognize that sometimes you have to walk through the low vibrational side to really re- appreciate the high vibrational side of it all. Um, and you always have dominion. I know uh, low vibrational information is going to make it feel like it's more powerful than you but it's not. You are always in a point of power and you are more powerful than any energy that wants to come through and guide you. It wants to scare the bejesus out of you sometimes. And uh, that can make you feel low and powerless. But if you can just reach for the light and remember that you are stronger than it, then it must leave. It must uh it must leave. Now, with that said, my speakers are saying you can't, with low vibrational information, you can't tell it how to act. You can just give it permission to enter or not. It's kind of like the old like uh, folklore around vampires. You have to give them permission to enter. It's very much like that. But once they enter, you can't be like, all right, vampire, you can't bite me. You have to sit in this chair. You have to act this way. Yeah, the same goes with low vibrational psychic information. If you bring it forward, it's going to act how it wants to act. So just be mindful of that. It's not anything to fear. I do know there was a time in my life where I might have heard this program and been like scared, but no. And But my spirit guides are also reminding me, you're not scared because you don't interact with them. Because I work on the light side. So, yeah. uh, Now, spirit animals, the reason why I wanted, again, to give this to you, as you explore spirit animals as a divination tool, as a source of psychic information, there are spiritual traditions that 
allow spirit animals to, to exist on the low vibrational side. And then there is a completely high vibrational aspect to spirit animals. And so in these shows I'm going to do, I am going to give you some general knowledge so that you just have various symbolism around these animals. But I am going to give you, of course, what I always do is give you the high vibrational side and give you my interpretations of it. But I want it to be an integrity that they do with everything, have two sides. I think spirit animals are so fun and so inspiring. So I do hope you tune into that series when it's posted. All right, that's my show. The next several shows, again, will be on spirit animals, specifically the animals I have encountered since I've been in Los Angeles. It's been quite a journey. If you are seeking an intuitive coach, I would love to support you. Explore my services again at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. And I have a new offering. It's called Move a Mountain. It's seven days of high frequency, high vibrational, intuitive messages channeled and recorded for you to help you transcend a limitation, step into your power, and do what feels impossible. These messages are designed to help you move a mountain. And what I what where came came up with this is I have a lot of clients who are on the cusp and they just need some mm, to get them going. And so I wanted to create a service that would help other people that are on the cusp. And and this is just, you get to listen to these recordings. You get to take away from it what you will. You're not necessarily, you know, outside of when you submit your request for them, we're not interacting. I'm, I'm tuning in and just blasting you with guidance and wisdom and support for your greater good. And then you get to visit and revisit and sink into this beautiful tool that is just for you and channeled for your greater good and use it as you transcend a limitation so that you can move a mountain. It's so magnificent and so positively impactful that can help you really go to whatever your next level might be. So again, it's called Move a Mountain. You can find it on my website under Work with Amy in the drop down. It's the first it's the first offering. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this program. I look forward to connecting with you again. And uh, if you are coming into your psychic gifts, I send you so much love and support. And remember that you are powerful. And please, um, this is just my personal recommendation. Use that power for your greater good. All right. Take care of yourself. Goodbye.